0: the podcast. Uh, So an interesting quote uh, that I saw the other day from John F. Kennedy, uh, he was saying that Washington is a city of southern efficiency and northern charm. I thought that that was an interesting quote because usually what you'd want it to be is the other way around, northern efficiency and southern charm. So I thought that that was a pretty good quote from JFK. Uh, There was also some interesting news coming from ESPN. Uh, where they were setting new rules, apparently, for ESPN reporters. And they were saying, do not break any news on social media platforms. Um, What I was saying is that what it should result in is people unfollowing uh, reporters from ESPN and lower ratings on ESPN. I think things like that might impact that type of strategy from what seems like a Nazi ESPN trying to come up with those policies based on you know what was going on against Trump which is ridiculous um, you know there should be freedom of speech I think um, and it's crazy that ESPN is kinda going to these links uh, to try to control it in some way um, there was another good uh, quote that I found that science advances one funeral at a time uh, for Max Planck and what he was talking about was basically like ego involved in science so when somebody passes away then you know, the debate of whether or not it was a good idea or not, uh, you know, based on somebody's ego, that's kind of taken out of the equation. Uh, so I said that, that was also a pretty interesting quote from Max Planck. Uh, the Washington Post tweeted out, Most Americans approve of the Trump-Russia probe, and nearly half think Trump committed a crime. Uh, post-ABC poll finds now you guys know from watching this podcast I'm not the biggest fan of Donald Trump uh, but what kills me about this this poll is that collusion uh, is not a crime um, and it's you know interesting to me that half uh, of the population at least half that was polled by the Washington Post polls nowadays you have to be careful with how you word it um think that it's a crime, Um, I think that you could argue that maybe it could be considered treason, uh, but I would say good luck with that, hashtag sad. So, you know, unless more comes out about the situation that looks like it's more treasonous than, you know, it is collusion, I don't really think that you could go so far as to say that Trump committed a crime. Um, Although, obviously, a lot of people would like to think that, uh, that are anti-Trump. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens with that. What's interesting, and I think something that people forget, is that the court case, I believe, is set for May 2018 uh, for Mr. Manafort. Uh, so this is something that's going to go on for quite some time. And again, like, if you're expecting anything different than that, I think you're kind of silly because that's how this process goes and chances are if anything does come to light it will be after trump leaves office uh either his first term or if you know god forbid gets elected to a second term uh comes to an end because uh, i don't think that this process is going to go along quickly at all uh, just look at when that court case is set for uh and you can kind of see that uh, another thing I tweeted is, I'm not sure if uh, viewers listeners are aware, but Edison did not invent the light bulb. Uh, it was actually around 45 years before he was even born. Uh, so that kind of brings to light some information there. Um, then, uh, as I was saying, as you can probably tell with some new posters here, obviously this one's an older one, but I wanted to bring it onto the show officially. Uh, you've got the Logan poster. And you've got the Thor Ragnarok uh, poster. Uh, so I did in fact go to see uh, the new movie Thor Ragnarok. And i got to be honest, uh, I'm not the biggest Thor or Incredible Hulk fan. Uh, but it was way better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, and I, I love the fact that Marvel is continuing to add more humor to its movies. I think that that makes these movies even better uh, in a lot of ways. And I think that they did the right amount of humor uh, in this Thor Ragnarok movie, so I would de- definitely recommend it. Uh, especially if somebody that's not really that big of a Thor fan, or Incredible Hulk fan, I still really enjoyed the movie. Uh, so if you are a Thor fan or an Incredible Hulk fan, uh, you should definitely go see it, because you'll probably really love the movie even more than I did. Um, then there was this tweet uh, from uh, at Mike uh, saying that Leigh Ribeiro I believe that's how you pronounce it. uh, Will be the fourth black model to ever wear a fantasy bra at Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Uh, So, you know, I think, you know, that's an interesting move by them. Seems to be the right choice. Uh, But, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, The White House uh, tweeted out uh, today President Trump announced the nomination of uh, Jerome Powell to be the chairman of the Federal Reserve. I don't think anybody was really surprised by this move. Most people thought it was either going to be Powell or Yellen was going to stay in the Federal Reserve. Uh, From what I understand, uh, the reason why Powell was chosen is that he will be a lot like Yellen and he's going to keep the rates low, uh, which is interesting because Trump likes the idea of keeping the rates low, where most Republicans are afraid of it causing inflation. Um, Trump doesn't seem to care about that. Uh, that could be a mistake if inflation does happen. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens with that as well. Uh, Senator Ron Paul tweeted out some insanity, saying that my hope is that Jerome Powell will abandon Yellen's resistance to transparency and finally agree to a full audit of the Fed. To which I just said, What? It's definitely not going to happen. And Rand Paul just, I think, with that tweet alone, just kind of just shows and, and it indicates. How crazy he is, uh, some of the things that he's looking to try and do with the government. Uh, then Metro UK tweeted out that KFC apparently came up with a bath bomb uh, that lets you soak in the soothing scent of fried chicken. <laughs> I was just going, what the fuck? Who really wants that in their life? Uh, Tim and Sid tweeted out, what did everyone think of our new sponsor? They had on um, a. S- group of characters i forget their names now uh that have thrown together some skits they've gone on local news shows pretending that they do fake workouts uh they created like a video for it uh, and i just said like to be honest i just like Swiss chalet a lot better as a sponsor um you know i'm not really a fan of of can't remember the name of it i want to say chuck and something but it was just this stupid skit uh usually tim and sitter better than that so Hopefully that's a one and done thing. Uh, Son uh, Bruce at the Sun uh, tweeted out, "There are twenty two scouts from twenty teams here tonight. There are eleven other games tonight. Something is brewing." And this was at the Senators, Red Wings game. And I was saying or not, and sure enough, it was or not. Uh, there was a three way trade that was supposed to happen. Uh, involving the Avalanche and the Senators, and I can't remember who the third team was. And it was supposed to see Matt Duchesne ultimately come to the Senators, uh, but that trade didn't happen, so uh, some clairvoyance from my tweet there. Uh, Then uh, there was a major injury uh, to the quarterback for the Texans. Uh, He's out for quite some time. Um, It's unfortunate because he was a rookie quarterback. He was having a hell of a season. uh, And now it puts the Texans' season in doubt. Uh, With that absence, though, a lot of people were looking at the Texans possibly going after Kaepernick as a backup, which I knew wasn't going to happen because the owner for the Texans was the guy that came out against, publicly came out against uh, players taking a knee uh, and did it in a way that. Verbally, I don't want to repeat because it was so ignorant. Um, So, no, I I wasn't surprised at all uh, that they didn't sign Kaepernick because the owner is just not that guy. Um, Where they did go is they brought in a player named Matt McLoyne, uh, which does actually somewhat make sense for the Texans because his best football that he ever played was a season where he played for Bill O'Brien at Penn State. So, The familiarity is what they're banking on. Uh, It really doesn't matter because he's coming in as a backup quarterback, which is what Kaepernick would have come in if, big if, the Texans signed him. But I knew all along that the Texans weren't going to be interested because of the owner's views and stance on that issue, Um, which I think is ridiculous because, you know, when you're talking about a sport, it should always be about the talent, Uh, you know, yes, behavioural, matters come into play but uh, you know what is the behavior that you're looking at is it something that's really negative or is it something that is political uh, like in this situation and again you know as we've talked about on this podcast before when it comes to Kaepernick and the controversy with Kaepernick taking the knee was the advice where a veteran gave him uh, when he was at first sitting on the bench, which they viewed as more disrespectful, they told him that they would feel more comfortable if he took a knee, which would be more respectful. And now, you know, in today's political climate, it's viewed as being disrespectful uh, by idiots, to be honest. Um, people that don't even understand why he, he took the knee in the first place, uh, you know, that pretty much says anything you need to know. Uh, Then of course, uh, this was big news, Uh, earlier today, Twitter government tweeted out, Donald Trump's account was inadvertently deactivated due to human error by a Twitter employee. The account was down for 11 minutes and has since been restored. We're continuing to investigate and are taking steps to prevent this from happening again. I thought this was hilarious. Uh, As it turned out, it was an employee with Twitter that was on his last day with Twitter. you know unfortunately they brought back Trump's account and you know it, it's interesting to me what's going on with Donald Trump and Twitter uh, because if you look at the stuff that Donald Trump tweets it's filled with such venom and it, it's so negative and it goes against so much of Twitter's policies and yet they still keep his account active um, you know I'm not a fan of uh, Yiannopoulos Uh, Or however you pronounce it, Milo. Uh, But, you know, Twitter removed his account. uh, You know, and and you live in a world, especially in a country in the US, uh, that's supposed to be about freedom of speech. Um, You know, so you've you've got these contradictory uh, mindsets, and yet Donald Trump still has an account, and Milo doesn't. Um, You know, and and it's honestly. You know, honestly, I think the reasoning behind it is because as a business, Twitter sees Donald Trump having an active account as a huge boom for their business. It brings the eyes and the attention to Twitter, Um, you know, so obviously in their business interests, they feel like it's best that he stays active, that he has an active account, despite all of the crazy shit that he tweets, Um, you know. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, I don't expect much to happen with that though, to be honest. Uh, Julie Zosmer tweeted out, the GOP bill lets clergy endorse candidates, but would still prevent churches from financing campaigns. Uh, regardless of that, to me, I think it's disgusting. Uh, I was saying so much for separation of church and state, as the U.S. ironically plunges deeper into the flames of hell under President Trump. and this GOP in Congress. Um, it's interesting because, you know, they have all of the power, but it feels like a lame duck Congress because it doesn't feel like anything's really going to happen until after the midterms when we see what the new uh, Congress will look like, uh, whether that's that they keep majorities in the House and the Senate or the Democrats gain seats, um, you know, that remains to be seen. But, um, you know, it's ridiculous to me that this is even something that's being discussed, uh, giving churches the ability to, from the pulpit, tell people who to vote for um, and endorse candidates. I I think that that's um, disgusting. I would hope that the people in those positions would know better and would refuse to do something like that. Um, But obviously that's not the case. You're talking about power and money and politics um you know so we'll see what happens with that in the states as well uh uberfax tweeted out people have died from pooping too hard um i think what they should have just said is constipation i don't know why they say pooping i think it's kind of silly and stupid but i had to share that on the podcast so kudos to them um then there was this uh, clip from a live event for WWE at Glasgow, uh, where they had uh, the Shield uh, team up, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose team up with Triple H, uh, and you saw Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose diving out, and Triple H was going, screw this, and then, you know, stepping out of the ring. Uh, a tweet from Michael Del Moro uh, from the AP, special counsel Muller's grand jury is investigating democratic operative Tony Podesta and former GOP representative Vin Weber uh, and I was saying swerve isn't the government fucked um, and I'll be honest with you um, I'm not a Trump fan in any by any stretch uh, I'm not a Hillary fan by any stretch um, and I'm interested to see where this investigation goes with Tony Podesta because he's more linked with the democrats than he is the republicans Um, but it seems like there's blood on his hands as well obviously or he wouldn't be investigated Um, john horner jacobs tweeted out i'm a staunch democrat but if Mueller discovers podesta has done anything illegal book him i'd rather live in a country where law matters and i think that's an interesting tweet because it kind of shows you it shows you an example of Democrats versus Republicans, where I think Democrats are okay uh, with somebody from their team being investigated uh, if they did something wrong, whereas Republicans would just staunchly and blindly defend, in most cases, uh, their representatives, their government officials. Uh, you know, and it shows a, a type of hypocrisy with that. Uh, Then there was this uh, leaked poster for Survivor Series and it's official but at the same time apparently it's unofficial. Um, And the reason for that is because recently the WWE announced a complete change in booking. uh, This Tuesday for SmackDown, Uh, it was supposed to be AJ Styles against Rusev and the winner of that match would get a spot on Team SmackDown uh, for Survivor Series. Uh now randomly, uh, they've now booked for this Tuesday, uh, the WWE Champion, Ginger Mahal against AJ Styles for the WWE Championship, um, which would put into jeopardy that Survivor Series main event of Brock Lesnar versus Ginger Mahal. Um, I'll be honest. I don't understand why this is going on. There's a lot of rumors online about what could be happening um I would be shocked unless Ginger Mahal is injured uh it, that AJ Styles wins the championship I just don't see it happening um maybe they view it that there's not enough interest in this match of Ginger Mahal versus Brock Lesnar uh but if that's the case there as you can tell from this ad adding John Cena into it uh as a special referee. So to me, that alone makes it a bigger attraction. I don't understand the need to continue to build Ginger Mahal. Um, but maybe that's where they're going with this. Maybe they feel like if Ginger Mahal can beat AJ Styles, it makes him a more legitimate threat to Brock Lesnar. I'm not quite sure what the mentality is about this uh, setup. Um, but yeah, I think this poster pretty much tells you that AJ Styles isn't going to win unless Ginger Mahal truly is injured. Um, and again, like, I don't understand the booking, the timing of it, because, you know, it's a match that they could have easily had the following week. Uh, still they could have had Rusev versus AJ Styles for, a sh- a, you know, a, a chance to be on that SmackDown team. Um you know, it kind of pushes Rusev aside again, Um, I I just don't understand the booking at all, maybe things will get more clear on SmackDown, uh, but it seems pretty crazy, um, to say the least, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Sticking with wrestling though, uh, some interesting news, it seems like James Storm, uh, his contract with Impact Wrestling expires in January, Uh, James Storm was seen on NXT before, uh, so it'll be interesting to see if the WWE goes after him, I think they should, I think he's got a lot of talent and charisma, um, and obviously like they're bringing in truckloads of Impact talent uh, of late, it seems recently there's rumors that they're going to bring in Rockstar Spud, um, who I'm not the biggest fan of, but they think that he can add something to their cruiserweight division. Um, James Storm to me would be a huge home run for the WWE. He would give you uh, some, some charisma that just doesn't appear to really be there, especially on NXT right now. There doesn't appear to be anybody with a lot of charisma, when you, whether you're looking at the champion all the way down. Um, and I'm a huge Alistair Black fan, um, but charisma is not his forte. Uh, you know, you, you look at the champion, uh you know he doesn't really have charisma you look at the tag team champions you know probably the most charisma on nxt is in the undisputed era and they don't give them any mic time really uh nothing so you know and again like that's really not that much charisma anyways with undisputed era so i think if they brought in james storm that it would be a good move and it would kind of infuse some needed, much-needed charisma uh, to NXT. Uh, Then there was uh, this uh, from The Shadow and Act. uh, They tweeted that the Twilight Zone series reboot is in the works uh, from Jordan Peele, uh, but it's not going to be on CBS. It's going to be on their online CBS All Access. That, I think, is a mistake. I think if they're going to bring back the Twilight Zone, they should go all the way and make it a show on CBS. Um, otherwise don't bother Um, but we'll see what happens with that as well Uh, then there was this Um, this was at at a museum in Washington DC where it was a virtual shark tank and it was telling people uh, don't touch the glass Uh, so of course this person did and uh, this is what happened the fake shark smashed into the glass and that guy fell on his ass basically Uh, so pretty interesting uh, clip there Uh, then Fox 4 News tweeted out an interesting story Uh, police say that a man shoots himself in the penis while robbing a hot dog stand you can't really make that shit up Uh, Billionaire Mindset tweeted out your current situation is not your final destination so I thought that was a good tweet Uh, And then Matthew Buchan uh, tweeted out, there's no place like home somebody dressed like Jesus assaulted somebody dressed like a Jedi Knight in Scotland. Uh, And I just said, uh, the force was not strong with this Jedi. Uh, Then there was a story uh, that came out uh, late last night uh, under Trump's administration, this was uh, from the New York Times, Uh, The White House approved a report saying that humans are the dominant cause of global warming. And yet, you know, that's not the administration's stance. uh, That's not really the Republican Party's stance. They just continue to bury their head in the sand, despite the fact that there's scientific reports uh, and reports approved by the White House now saying that it is uh, a dominant cause of global warming. Um, and, And at the same time, the administration's policies run counter to that, as they allow corporations to pollute more. Uh, you know, it's just a really crazy situation, and you know it would be foolish for me to pretend like it's just Trump's administration. Go back to Obama's administration, you know, where he's allowing from uh, you know more uh, fracking, uh, you know, which is devastating to the environment. Uh, you know, so both parties have blood on their hands. There's just one party, though, that seems to have their head in the sand about it, still, despite reports like these. And I find it kind of disgusting that this is a report that comes out on a Friday night, uh, where the news goes to die, usually, uh, even in today's world. Uh, Then there was this clip, which I want to play But if I do, uh, it will get us kicked off of YouTube for sure, so I'll just say, you know, if you're interested, check it out, uh, twitter.com slash thejohndnewton. Uh, They put a song to Stone Cold bashing Vince McMahon's head with a bedpan, uh, and it was hilarious, so I highly recommend checking it out. It's worth the look. Uh, Then there was this uh, picture, which I thought was hilarious. When you see girls like this on a boat remember who owns the boat <laughs> which is funny but sad at the same time uh... and has a, a little bit of truth to it uh, then there was this which i found interesting this is a greenland shark which is actually one hundred years older than the u.s uh... so before seventeen seventy six sixteen seventy six and it's still alive today so that's pretty crazy if you think about it. Uh, then there was this from Anderson Cooper and CNN. Uh, basically, with JFK files being released recently, uh, there was, for some reason, a document about Martin Luther King in there as well. Uh, so I'll play that clip for you guys so that you can see it.
1: archives is this one, a never-before-seen file titled Martin Luther King Jr., a current analysis. It's dated March 12, 1968 and includes a number of explosive allegations about the civil rights leader who was assassinated 23 days after this report was first compiled. Among the claims detailed, Martin Luther King Jr. was involved in extramarital affairs and other sexual activities that, if true and real publicly, would have been devastating to Dr. King and his movement. In addition, there are pages and pages detailing Martin Luther King and his organization, the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, with alleged ties to known communists. And finally, details about supposed financial improprieties by Dr. King and the SCLC. Now, I want to stress that the FBI, under director J. Edgar Hoover at the time, had been investigating Martin Luther King Jr. for years at this point in the hopes of finding damaging information and that we have no way of corroborating allegations so what does this have to do with the investigation of the assassin of jfk because i don't quite get why this document would have been in there with that exactly that's one of the many questions we have tonight anderson considering the document has no mention of john f kennedy or his assassination the only clue we have in this file marked secret is it's also stamped reviewed by the fbi jfk task force and dated may 8 1994 meaning it was reviewed by the archives jfk task force 23 years ago but kept secret until today. There are still thousands of JFK assassination documents that that have not been released, right? Right. And that's also still unclear what's going on with that. We do know that last week President Trump sent out this tweet that read in part, after strict consultation with General Kelly, the CIA, and other agencies, I will be releasing all JFK files other than the names and addresses of any person who is still living. And they are being released on a rolling basis by the National Archives. There are still thousands of pages yet to be released, so much more to come. All right, thanks very much. Appreciate it, uh, Gary. Uh, There's a.
0: So, with that, I was saying file this under shit you really didn't want to hear about an idol like Martin Luther King. And there was a lot of opinions about this uh, coming up. Uh, one of them was from Tim McTire. Uh, he tweeted out why are they trying to trash martin luther king with these old ass jfk files i would agree with with tim there Um, then there was a tweet from jamie a alexander Uh, new jfk files are up tons of it is about spying on martin luther king jfk files were a black hole they dumped things that they didn't want to be seen which also makes sense Uh, monique presley tweeted out but of course this fbi smut garbage about Dr. Martin Luther King would be released under this president, I could spit nails, and I would agree with Monique there too, you know, with somebody that, um, just everything about him and his presidency so far has protected, uh, you know, racism and bigotry, uh, it's not that surprising to see this information being released, uh, under this president, Uh, in a way, you know, trying to denigrate the memory of Martin Luther King. um, You know, it's really pathetic uh, if that is true, and I I think that there is a bit of truth to that. Why else would that file randomly show up with JFK? Uh, Now, obviously, you heard what they were saying on CNN about the reasoning behind it. You know, I'm sure what Jamie Alexander is saying is true, too, but you think about the thousands of other files... That they're you know rolling out slowly why wasn't this one of them why was it one of the first ones released um you know you may not have to look any further than the president so i think monique's on to something with that uh then espn tweeted out uh about lebron james now being the youngest player in nba history to score twenty nine thousand career points um and i'm somebody who's very torn about LeBron James, like for the longest time, I wasn't a big fan of his. Then I had a little bit of respect for him. Then you know I watch games, and he's still flopping and trying to get calls and whining. Um, so I've been th- through the roller coaster uh, when it comes to respect for LeBron James. Um, I think numbers wise, you have to respect the fact that he's now the youngest player to reach that level in terms of points. That means something. Um, you know. I just wish that he would carry himself better, uh, not in public because I think he does a great job in public uh, for who he is, Um, but I I, I wish he would do a better job of how he carries himself specifically in games and on the court. Um, I I think he still has a lot to do in terms of maturing there. Um, Just when I thought he'd, he'd matured, you'll still see him flop and you'll still see him whine and complain and for a player like him you would expect more and I think for me like that's ultimately what I'm waiting for I want to be able to respect LeBron James um, but for me to give him that full respect he's got to reach that full maturity on the court you know he's got to be able to rise above being stupid and you know pretending like he got hit and whining and complaining you know if he can do that he'll instantly get my respect um you know somebody who I never thought I could respect uh in the NHL Sidney Crosby uh he's he's slowly gotten my respect uh because he very much was like that he was whining complaining bitching trying to get calls but he's matured into a much better player who's not doing that as much I, I can't remember the last time I seen him do that um, you know if LeBron James can do the same I would have the same level of respect for LeBron James that being said that's just my own personal view you even my own personal view you can't dispute the numbers uh, and him being the youngest player in NBA history to reach that level at that age um, demands respect of some kind Um, and he certainly has that respect for me when it comes to just the numbers. I just wish that he would mature more on the floor, the basketball court, so that he could get my full respect. Um, You know, time will tell if he can do that. Uh, The New York Daily News uh, tweeted out that a Texas restaurant was slammed for using photos of Caitlyn Jenner before and after her transition on The bathroom doors Uh, so before the transition is for the male washroom after the transition was for the female washroom Uh, and I just find it hilarious that uh, you know the regressive left is so frustrated about this and this is where somebody like me who's like center left in terms of political views gets frustrated with the liberals uh, when it comes to this because it's just a sense of humor you know, I don't know why we live in a world where nobody's allowed to have a sense of humor, nobody can go there. Um, it's just automatically viewed as, this is unacceptable, you know. And that's where you go so far left that you've come back around and you're right, you know. Um, and I don't mean right in terms of being right in an argument, I mean right wing. Um, you know, you, you, you've become autocratic, you've become uh, dismissive of freedom of speech um, you know, which is what you're supposed to be standing for. Um I don't see anything wrong with this because it's clearly a form of humor. Uh anybody who takes it as anything other than that, uh, you know, they don't have a sense of humor in my opinion and they don't deserve to be uh well, I shouldn't say that because that's going as far as they are. Let me rephrase that. Uh they're just somebody that I wouldn't want to associate with. They're allowed to have their opinion, um But, uh, you know, it's crazy to me that nobody has a sense of humor about something like this, which is clearly supposed to be for humor's sake. Um, You know, as a society, I think it makes us weaker. Speaking of humor, and I'm sure some of the regressive left will not like this picture, uh, it shows George W. Bush uh, pardoning a turkey. And I was saying the things a turkey has to do to get a pardon, because it looks like In case you can't tell from the image, it looks like the jerky's giving George W. Bush a (laughs) blowjob. So, regressive left, send in your tweets, send in your hate, send in your comments about that. Uh, Then, uh, another uh, interesting take I had, uh, Melania should be in charge of changing the clocks in the White House this weekend. It just simply involves slapping the small hand back. It shows her slapping... Donald Trump's hand there. Uh, Then I was saying, uh, you know, just in general to people, you know, stop acting so so surprised and so shocked that Selena Gomez is back together with Justin Bieber. If her body didn't reject a kidney, why would it reject an asshole? Uh, Then I was also saying, everybody in Baby Driver except. Kevin Spacey thought that this kid was too young. Uh, Then Matthew from Botchamania tweeted out Somebody on Facebook had a great idea. If WWE isn't willing to let Neville out of his contract, why doesn't he do a load of drugs and fail the wellness test? (laughs) So I thought that was pretty clever, too. Uh, And then. Interesting thing I saw on Vice News tonight uh, that I wanted to finish this podcast up with is apparently the Boy Scouts are letting girls now join their membership. And there's a few things that they pointed out which is wrong about that. Number one, what would happen to the Girl Scouts? Uh, Number two, are they supposed to be having, like, co-ed sleepovers now at those young ages? Like, that's pretty messed up. And number three... It seems like this is just an obvious way for the Boy Scouts of America to gain more membership when their numbers over the years have actually dwindled. Uh, So some interesting subjects on today's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, I'll definitely see you guys on the next episode, and I thank you guys for watching.